Hey guys, because it's Friday, um, it's here the weekend, and can't wait for Sunday to, to be together online and hang out, but I'd like to just take something out of our Take Root um, thing that we did on uh, Sunday around faith, and just be stirred up a little bit by it. Um, there was, I'm not going to take a text like you usually do for this morning's devotional. I want to just talk through a little bit of a process that we outlined and just speak about it again, because I think it's really important. I think faith is one of these weird things that... Well, it's not weird, but we've made it weird because faith, like we, you know, it's the evidence of things, um, you know, I've not seen. And it's like all this, um, what exactly is faith? What does it actually look like on the ground? Because it's almost like I, I felt at times in my life when people say you need to have faith, they're saying you need to take hold of something, grab it with both hands, something that doesn't exist and that you can't see. And I'm like, but then they're like, but it does exist. And so... I'd like to talk really practically about faith, if I can, about these four things that I think um, that we spoke about on Sunday that grow faith inside of us and allow faith to grow. You see, the crazy thing about faith is when I first see it, it doesn't make any sense because faith is like a mustard seed. It's very small, but it eventually becomes a tree. And so what happens is when someone says to you, you look at their life and you see this massive faith and you go, wow. They go like, you go, how do I get that in my life? And then they show you a mustard seed. And then you look at the big tree. You go, there's no way. Like, and I know that we know a mustard seed becomes a tree, but or a seed becomes a tree. But it's like that. Because I look and I go, but I tried something and nothing happened. Or I believe God and I didn't feel like God did what I wanted him to do. Or, you know, this faith, like trusting God in every situation. Faith, walking out, knowing that God is in control. Like, how do you get there? And I'd like to say this morning that you don't get there overnight. And we know that. Uh, maybe we don't, all of us. It doesn't, it's not a lightning bolt from heaven. It's something that grows, much like a tree or like a plant. And so today I'd like to talk about this process that we spoke about on Sunday. How this plant grows and how we tend it and how we weed it and how we feed it and how it grows till eventually it becomes something that's central to, what, to who we are and how God has wired us and what he's put inside of us. And so... Faith is, allows us to take God's promises and what God has said and make them real out of God's word into our lives. But there's a process, a four-part process. And so the first one in Romans 10, 14, Paul says, How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And so generally what happens is when, when faith starts, I hear something preached. I hear it. And I'm like, wow, that's profound. Right? That is amazing. I, I hear it. It's being preached to me. But that isn't enough for faith. If I just hear and then it goes, it's like when the Bible says that someone, the guy who throws the seed and it lands on the path, the birds come and eat it and it's gone. It was there for a while, but it never, it never amounted to anything. So I hear it. I go, wow. Well, what do I do next? He says, well, how can they call on the one they have not believed in? In Romans 10, 10, Paul says, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. It's with your mouth that you confess are saved. And so it's not just good enough to say, to be like, wow, the next thing that has to happen is I have to confess that I agree with God. And that's a very real thing. It's quite a tricky thing because I'm like, Lord, I believe that what you have said is true in this situation. I absolutely believe that what you said is true. And I have to confess it with my mouth. I have to believe it. It's no good to sit on the fence and go, mm, you know, and then, but I confess that I believe what God's word is true. Now, you might say, but John, that's so weird speaking that stuff out. Well, 
I tell you what's also weird, all the negative stuff that we speak out all the time. I don't like this and I don't like that and this guy's an idiot and I don't believe that. And what about, you know, COVID and 5G and the vaccine's going to put a microchip and everyone's got these crazy things that they just say, blah, 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 we just spout this stuff. That's not crazy. But confessing what we believe in God is, and it shouldn't be. I confess in what I believe. And that's what prayer is oftentimes, confession. It's powerful. Saying to God, God, I believe what your word says to me. And we begin to pray these prayers of power, prayers of faith. God, I agree with you what you say about that. I see what it says in your word, and I agree with you what you say about that. I confess this. And as I do that, I begin to receive faith. It's so crazy. I, it's like I open this door and, and I receive an, like an in, in a deposit of faith from heaven. Right? Yet to all received him, John 1.12, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. And so God begins to put this deposit inside of me as I agree with him and as I confess. Boof, and then I, I start to feel this, great, this faith grow. As I've confessed, there's this receiving that happens and I begin to grow. But then, and here's the thing, I can have all of those things. Then God goes, okay, great. Now you've got everything. Now you agree with me, right? You've received my word. You've received faith. You've confessed it. Now do it. And that's oftentimes where we fall down. We spoke a bit about that a couple of weeks ago, about calling versus command. God doesn't call us as a suggestion. His calling is always a command. And unless our faith works itself out in obedience, friends, it's like baking, it's like putting all the ingredients together of a cake and then taking that bowl and throwing it in the bin. We have to put it in the fire so for the cake to come out. And that's what obedience is. We take those elements of faith, all those things, my confession, you know, the gift of faith that God has given me, the, the word that was preached to me or whatever it is. And it's like, boom, I put those ingredients together and then I'm obedient to them. And boom, I see God come through. My eyes are open. And wow. All of a sudden that faith goes from a bunch of sloppy cake mix to a beautiful chocolate cake. If you like chocolate cake or anything else. I like Christmas cake. But you know what I'm saying. Just something amazing. And so can I encourage us, friends, to not just stop at one of those, but to actively... When God speaks to you, when you have that, like, wow, that's something I need to work on. Wow, that's profound. Or God speaks to me about something. Let's, right, confess. God, I believe this. Make this real. Receive the gift of faith from God and then be obedient to what he says, even if it's hard in the beginning. And it's amazing how we begin to overcome and we begin to live this life of incredible faith. Can't wait to see you on Sunday.